Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Golden State of Mind, the podcast that focuses on mindset and improving your future. What's up, guys? It's been a few weeks since I last dropped an episode. Thank you guys for bearing with me. Been super busy and extremely behind in everything that I need to do. So some things have to give and podcasting is my hobby. So that had to fall behind for a little bit so that I could catch up on everything. But today's episode is going to be a little bit of a uh, catch your upper and I'm going to explain to you guys a little bit about all the stuff that I've been going through this past month um, talking about opening up the new shop talking about um, my injury talking about uh, family dynamics balance and just everything that it takes in order to try to get all this stuff going on uh, everything always ends up being more expensive everything ends up taking longer things pop up Um, It just becomes a a crazy mess, and you just got to kind of keep up with it. Uh, Along with that, I'm going to kind of break down some of the mindset and stuff that I've been going through this past month with my injury and opening up the new studio so that you guys can kind of maybe get a behind-the-scenes look at like what goes on in my mind and how I calculate things, how I operate, and then just seeing how like turning a negative into... um, uh, positive with my injury and just everything that is going through physically, mentally, emotionally with that. Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoy. Hopefully you guys learn some stuff from it. I apologize for the delay. And as always, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. I hope it brings you guys some value. Otherwise, we'll just get straight into it. So since the last time uh, I spoke to you guys, a lot has been going on in my life, business, and personal. Um... I ended up getting an injury, but actually let's rewind that. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about work life, just behind the scenes, you know, some of the stuff that most people don't broadcast or share. Um, It's something I probably wouldn't put on my social media just because it has to do with other people. But the podcast is more of like an in-depth look. There's not as many people uh, listening. These are the people who actually care, who want to know what goes into the business and what goes into the personal life so as you guys all know from the ones who follow me with my posts if not I'll share with you I had an apprentice he was with me for a good six or seven months Um, good kid solid started tattooing uh, started getting some momentum and then just slowly started to go down 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 Um, and as a teacher as a mentor it's my job to try to figure out what's going on with him and how we can improve that so we can keep going back up 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 and um, I always say this with everybody but your work life is always going to be a reflection of your personal life and if your personal life is a mess you're going to bring that into your work life um, whether you think it or not and not to put anybody's business out there but Uh, He had a lot of stuff going on in his personal life. And, you know, I could just name a million things. Uh, It doesn't necessarily pertain to him, but we all go through these things. You could have relationship issues. You could have health issues. You could have sleeping issues. You could have drug issues. You could have financial issues. 
um, you know, things like that. If your car is breaking down, if you're going to get evicted, if you are trying to become sober, if you, um, you know, are in and out of a relationship that's unhealthy or toxic, you have so many different things, you know, and then you have um, anxiety, depression, overthinking. There's so many things that every individual can have. And, you know, regardless if you are a good artist, if you're an amazing artist, all these things come to work with you. And so it's your job to try to figure out how to improve your work life. But sometimes the only way to do that is to improve your personal life and to solve some of those problems at home. And needless to say, uh, you know, just like any apprenticeships, uh, a lot of apprentices, they don't realize what they're signing up for and it becomes a lot harder than expected. It doesn't happen overnight. And so the urgency and the excitement to want to learn slowly burns out because they realize, wow, this actually involves a lot of work and it's tough. It's hard. It takes time. It takes discipline. It takes uh, dedication and consistency. And if you don't have those things, eventually you're going to quit. How many of us have started something and not followed through and not finished? And it, if a teacher told us, we would listen. If our parents told us, we would listen. If someone of a, a, our bosses told us, we would listen. But then when we tell ourselves we want to do something and we don't listen, why is that? It's because we respect all these other people, but we don't respect ourselves. And so we allow ourselves to neglect it and we become comfortable and we allow ourselves to say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't feel like it today. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow again. I'll do it next week. Oh, you know what? I'm pretty busy. Uh, it's not a priority. I'll get to it later. And the next thing you know, it becomes forgotten. And now you no longer have this dream or goal as a priority. And so like with the situation with my apprentice, it was very simple, you know, where it's like work is required, drawing is required, practicing is required, all that is required. Um, just like a, a high school, a high school team. If, if you're the best player on the team, if you don't have your grades, you sit on the bench. If you're absent and you're not going to classes, you sit on the bench. It doesn't matter how good you are. You sit on the bench if you don't follow the rules. And that's the same on how I run my apprenticeship, you know. Um, it's not in a disrespectful way. It's not in a military way. It's just a simple, these ABC. And if you do ABC, then you get results for ABC. And one, two, three. Um, very simple. And it falls under the work ethic of the apprentice because it's on them whether or not they grow or stay the same. I cannot force anybody to do the work. All I can do is ask and encourage. And if they don't do it, needless to say, one strike, two strike, four strike, six strikes, I'm very generous, I'm very giving, I'm very forgiving. And eventually you have to put your foot down. And so I noticed that there was a downward spiral in progress. And so I pulled my apprentice to the side and I let him know, you know what, like, you have a lot of things going on in your personal life. I understand that. And I think it would be best if you try to figure out and solve some of those personal issues first 
before we continue our apprenticeship because otherwise you're neglecting practice you're neglecting yourself you're wasting my time uh, you have customers who are trusting you and you are putting them in jeopardy so everybody is losing so take the time to figure it out and then we can continue our apprenticeship that could take a few days that could take a few weeks that could take a few months it's totally up to you on how long you need to take um three days went by and he decided to quit and get a new mentor and so now he's tattooing out of an apartment doing his own thing um is that in my control absolutely not um does it suck? Absolutely. I put a lot of time, I put a lot of effort, I put a lot of care and energy into helping someone, not only in the shop, but out the shop, out of work hours, um, putting a lot of myself to help somebody. And uh, of course, when you give somebody a, a hard ultimatum to do something, uh, most people aren't going to pick the hard one. And who would want to work on themselves when they can just go on to the next one? And so you avoid the long-term fixing and you jump into the short-term gratification, which in turn leaves you with the problem still. And so it just becomes a never-ending cycle. So all I can do is wish them the best. Uh, it's nothing personal. Uh, everyone makes their choices and we are all one choice away from having a better life or a worse life and every decision will determine that he's not my enemy he's not an issue i wish him nothing but the best and i told him you know like just because you're not on our team doesn't mean i want to see you fail i hope you succeed with or without me if that's your dream follow through with it stick with it and i wish you nothing but the best um then uh, we had another person hit us up needing a spot to work at. Cool, we have space. Uh, so we hired somebody. We got a new artist in. Um, really good artist, solid dude. Uh, but everyone always has some sort of weakness. Everybody comes with baggage. And so same thing with this new guy. I always say let's try it out for a month. Let's see if we're compatible. Let's see if you're a good fit for the shop. If you, you throw off the vibe, if you throw off um, you know, people not getting along or there's drama, then you know there may be some things that either have to change or you're not gonna be able to stay with us because it it ruins the structure that we have. And so my goal is to try to make everyone as comfortable as possible in a, a healthy, clean, fun uh, professional work environment and with our new artists um, crazy crazy stuff um, same thing going through a lot of personal issues going through a lot of stuff and um, within the first three days he ended up getting arrested and going to jail and it wasn't anything crazy it was like a, a, a what's it called um, a violation it was very minor but he got arrested um, sucks and he called me to pick him up and you know like the middle of the night 10 11 at night um to come pick him up and you know like for just meeting someone for like three days you don't call your employer to pick you up uh that that's what i thought in my head like you would call your family you would call your friends you would call the people who you've known for a long time so that was like a red flag right there uh i gave him benefit of the doubt i went and picked him up 
let him know, you know, like, uh, he wanted to be around positive people. He sees my Instagram. He knows what I'm about. So I was like, this is who I am. You know, like I'm here to help. I'm serious. This is what I do. You need a ride. I got you. You're on the team. So I'm gonna take care of you. And we just had like a small talk and I was just explaining to him that this can't be happening. If this is your normal routine and this is common, I can't have you in the studio. But if this is just a a coincidence and a one-time thing, I'm not going to fire you. But just know that this is your one chance and I hope that you get it together. And whatever you're going through in your personal life, you're able to figure out. Cool. He did solid for the next few weeks. We're going on month two, and um, he just comes in, packs all his stuff, and dips. Uh, he has a key to the studio, so he came in, packed all his stuff, and dipped out without even uh, acknowledging, speaking, or talking to anybody. No, uh, There was no drama. There was no communication. There was no nothing. Just completely gone and uh, ignored text messages, which is um, such a crazy incident also, you know, because it's like you give somebody an opportunity to be on your team, you give them shelter, you you put money in their pocket, you help them to grow, and then um, you, you help them in their personal life, and then they just completely dip out and don't even have any common courtesy to, you know, say thank you, I appreciate it, thanks for helping me this past month. Um, I found anything, like even if it was like I found a better spot, I didn't really like it here, like, anything is cool you don't have to say you like us but just acknowledge it so we know we learn and we can grow so that was that um that's going on with the work life then uh with the new shop uh everything that can go wrong has gone wrong um materials have been on back order contractors have been super booked up some of them have to reschedule some of them um you know they say one week it turns into two weeks three weeks uh small jobs turn into like there's problems and once you open it up it turns into a headache and it becomes a bigger problem uh everything that can go wrong has gone wrong Uh, we just kind of chip at it little by little day by day and i can only do so much because i'm injured and i'm also working full time during this whole process so i can't even lift anything because my arm is messed up for those who, who don't know, uh, I was moving a mirror. It was one of those big, flimsy uh, mirrors without a frame. Usually they're glued to like a bathroom wall or in a gym. Uh, I was carrying one of those. I lifted it up, and then it just snapped um, from the weight or the angle. It just flexed and bent, and pop, it broke. And it fell onto my right arm, or my right arm was holding it, excuse me, and it fell onto my left arm, and it stabbed my forearm, And it was pretty bad, pretty bad to the point where, um, you know, there was blood everywhere. I covered it and I was like, shit, 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 don't pass out, don't pass out. And I opened it up. I looked at it and I was like, I saw the insides of my body. It was disgusting. Um, I told the contractor, just finish, finish cleaning up, finish doing what you're doing. Uh, we wrapped it up with like a rag and like painter's tape. And I was like, I'm gonna go to the ER. I'm gonna get this taken care of. Um, just finish what you're doing. Head to the ER, one of my hands, my my wrist is like hanging, like paralyzed. I can't even hold my wrist up. I'm driving with one hand, um, calling my wife, and I'm telling her, you know what, like, hey, I, I don't know how bad this is. I don't know if I'm about to get surgery. Um, I'm, I'm going to be at the ER. Come quick, help me out. She comes, she helps me. 
we're sitting there, we're waiting. Um, you know, the doctors come and check it out. They clean it all out. Um, they stick their finger inside my body to make sure like there's no glass in my arms. And, um, they say, I'm fine. Just give them some stitches and get them out of here. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm not fine. My wrist is completely paralyzed. I can't hold up my left hand at all. It just dangles. Um, and they were just like, oh, well, um, you should definitely go get that checked. Uh, because we can't help you here. Uh, and in my head, I was like, what do you mean you can't help me? You guys are the doctors. But apparently I need an orthopedic. I need a specialist. And the day that I got injured, he wasn't in, of course. Um, and so I had to go set an appointment. So after getting the stitches, um, I went home. I was like trying to figure out, you know, like, what am I going to do? And also bad luck. Uh, I had a traveler visiting for two days to get tattooed for me. Um, he flew in from New Mexico. Uh, you know, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time out of work, time away from his family. So he is a priority in my perspective. And um, should I just stay home and not tattoo him because of my injury? Or should I make the most of the situation and try my best and after um sitting and thinking for a few hours i finally was able to and um i called him and i did a night session and i got him in like around eight or nine o'clock and i tattooed him till about midnight to make sure that i followed through with my commitment in getting him tattooed and just because of my injury um everyone's a little bit different and i knew how I felt, I knew my body and I knew what I was capable of. So I decided to make the decision to still work and tattoo him um, just because he was a visitor and I wanted to keep my word and I want to make sure he was okay. Now, um, a lot of people can have their opinion on that, a lot of, but at the end of the day, that's all it is, is an opinion. And I have to do what's best for me. I need to do what's best for my body. And at the same time, I need to do what's best for my business, uh, my family. I need to take care of the bills. All this stuff doesn't stop just because of my injury. And if I'm still able to function, I will do what I need to do. And just because other people have opinions doesn't mean I base my life off others' opinions. And I think that's something a lot of people can take away with because we take so much time to try to be accepted or to be heard from other people's opinions and they matter so much to us so if someone wants to tell me you know like you're so stupid why are you tattooing you just got injured it's not going to heal right you need to um take time off like all these things um i had people tell me you know like you're so stupid you make tons of money why don't you just pay someone to move the mirror now look at you like you're going to be out for months you messed yourself up um like i heard all kinds of stuff people in my comments, people in my DMs saying things like that. And if you are trying to grow and be successful, there's always going to be people that have an opposite opinion of you. No one is always going to think the way you think. So you can't always be so sensitive or defensive when people have their opinions because they're entitled to it and they're allowed to have it. And just because you don't see eye to eye with what they think doesn't mean that you guys have to have drama or they're haters or you have to have problems. To all the people that told me these things, I said thank you. 
thank you for considering how and what I should do. But you know what? I'm still going to work. I'm still going to take care of my business. I'm still going to do what I need to do. Because if I listen to you, that's something you might do. But I'm not you. I'm me. And so I'm going to do what's best for me. And a lot of people should focus on doing what's best for them instead of listening to what your parents think, what your teachers think, what your friends think. Do what's best for your business, for your job, for your relationship, for your health, or whatever it is that you are working on. And with it being the bad luck that it is, it could always be worse. You know, at the end of the day, I'm lucky I cut my left hand and not my right hand. I'm still able to work. I'm still able to do stuff. So as horrible of an accident as it is, it's an accident. And I have to make the most of it. And how do I do that? By sticking to my plan and moving forward. I still have a shop to run. I still have customers to take care of. I still have kids to take care of. I have a wife. I have a new shop that we're opening. There's still a lot of moving components going on in my life. And just because of an injury doesn't mean I just get to sit back and relax and sleep in. Things still got to get done. And now it just means I have to do it with one hand, which makes things a lot harder. If I can get out any message to anybody right now, it would be that don't stress out about the things that are out of your control. All these incidents happened to me within this past month were all out of my control. I can't control what other people think about me. I can't control uh, what my students do. I can't control what my coworkers do. I can't control the accident that happened to injuring me. Everything is going to happen whether I like it or not. The only thing I can control is how I react to it. And that's where my focus is because I'm not trying to waste more time and energy and effort than I already have on things that I won't get back. Their lessons, um, I learn from them, I grow from them, I improve on them. And hopefully I can apply all those lessons to my future students, coworkers, or even myself. We have to open our minds and allow ourselves to think about the expectations we have. You know, I have these expectations for, you know, my coworkers to kill it, for my students to kill it, for myself to kill it. And when they don't go the way as planned, instead of having a bad attitude, instead of getting depressed, instead of being grumpy, or allowing all these emotions to take form and take over, I have to think logically and I have to think, why did this happen? How did this happen? And did I do my part? And as long as I know I did everything that I needed to do to be the, the best friend I could be, the best boss I could be, the best mentor I could be, the best dad I could be, I have no, no regrets, I have no guilt, I have no shame because I know I laid it all out. And if the other person can't keep up or can't do it, that is not my battle. That's their battle and that's their pill that they got to swallow. I can't control that. And I can only focus on what I can control. And that's what saves our energy, you guys. That's what protects us. That's what allows us to heal. That's what allows us to grow and to move forward. Um, there's no dwelling. There's no negative feelings. There's no um, hostility or hatred. Nothing like that. It's just, it's all love. It's all growth. And it's all just 
emotional maturity. And if you guys can learn how to control your emotions, since we can't control anybody else's, we can only control ourselves. It will help us out so much more with getting to the next level, getting to the next uh, job, getting to the next relationship, getting to the next whatever it is that you're working on. Everybody goes through these hardships and they all connect in different ways, whether it's business, parenting, relationships, health, all that stuff. We all go through the same things. And so that's the number one message I can give to you guys. Like the past two months, like tons of stuff have gone wrong. Tons of stuff has been a mess. Um, You know, I could easily fall apart, get stressed out. Uh, overthink, have anxiety, have all this drama, be mad, be upset with all these people, have hatred and negativity. But that's not going to get me anywhere. It's going to keep me stuck in the same spot. And I don't want to be in the same spot. I want to grow. And so by allowing myself to forgive and move on, it allows me to close those doors and move on to try to get to the next level and to stay on my path, stick to my plan, and eventually I will grow and get to where I need to be. So if you guys are all going through things like me, you're not alone. Uh, There's nothing special about me. I have coworkers that do me wrong. I have people that do me wrong. I have jobs that fall apart. I have accidents. I have injuries. I have all that stuff that goes on in my life too. We all go through shit storms, but you know what? When you go through the storm, that's what makes you the stronger individual. And once you get through that storm, only the strong survive. And when you survive it, when you get through it, you become a stronger individual. And that's what the storm's all about. Growing and becoming a more skilled sailor, more prepared, more ready, stronger, better, faster, everything that you could think of you guys otherwise um that's all for today just a quick recap on some of the the shit storm i've been going through and just a little bit of how i think and how i maneuver to get through it i hope you guys enjoyed uh i hope you guys grow and have a great week otherwise i'll see you guys next time stay golden